0: Today is Tuesday, November 10th, and you're listening to the MS is Messy podcast, written, produced, and delivered by yours truly. I don't cry. Not that I don't want to on occasion, I just can't. Like many kids of my generation, sharing my emotions just wasn't accepted behavior. I remember being spanked by my dad until I cried, but being told to immediately stop crying or he would quote, give me something to cry about. I learned that lesson so well that I still cannot cry to this day. I'm jealous that my sister can access her emotions so quickly and being just a year and a half younger than I am, it's baffling to me how we grew up in the same house but deal with daily situations so differently. I've been described as stoic and maybe even a tad unapproachable at times because it's difficult for anyone to know what I'm thinking or how I'm feeling. I hold all my feelings in so much that it has literally made me sick. Throughout this whole pandemic and election season, I have not cried even once. I didn't even realize until Saturday how pent up my emotions had been. Some of my dearest friends and family had very differing views from myself politically and why wouldn't they? They are not disabled or living with MS so their concerns are different and while I appreciate and respect that, it became increasingly difficult to witness the volatility and division especially on social media where people are emboldened to say what they would never say to your face. I've spent almost every day in the last month or two practicing yoga, deep breathing and meditation to alleviate some of the anxiety that kept building up inside until the election was finally called on Saturday. I would be lying if I didn't tell you how relieved I was to hear my candidate had won, but being an empathetic person, I also felt bad for my friends and family that voted differently than I did. I know that sinking feeling when your candidate loses because that's how I felt four years ago myself. There were other reasons for my emotional day on Saturday. The weather was in the mid-70s, unheard of in the Chicago area in November. Warm sunny days always make me feel so good, which begs the question of why I live in the Midwest. As I sat outside, checking out all the celebrations and literal dancing in the streets, I felt an overwhelming love for my country and fellow Americans. It's really hard to feel optimistic about the future when it's so up in the air right now. I'm not naive enough to think that it's not going to be a long road of healing for this country, but I'm hopeful that the future will get brighter for all of us, regardless of our political leanings. As I was looking through my feed, I saw a Facebook friend of my daughter's reach out to her to congratulate her on the outcome of the election. Maybe it was because he was the only one I saw being so magnanimous and grown up, but I got choked up seeing this exchange even reaching out to him myself to thank him personally for the class he'd shown. This small act of kindness after months of such nastiness really touched me and makes me feel incredibly optimistic for the future. The reason I feel there are brighter days ahead despite all the evidence to the contrary, if you watch the news, is that I'm finally figuring out after all this time on this earth, that my emotions aren't anything to be afraid of or to hide away. It's a liberating feeling to be vulnerable and open enough to share my feelings, so that others have permission to do the same. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to do just that through these podcasts. You are healing me, and for that, I am eternally grateful.